I'm sitting in the subway station Manhattan is my destination Subway station, Manhattan is my destination. Mm. Traveling on that dirty train, each day I live is much the same. And I think, what can I gain living in this endless game? bound, I wish I. Yes, it's Homeward Bound on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Egal Siegel, and I'm very happy to present to you another great program about making Aliyah to the Holy Land of Israel. We have some great guests lined up for you today. A lot of great information about what's happening in Nefesh Benefesh here in Israel and, of course, in America. It's never too late to start planning. It's never too early to start planning. It doesn't make a difference how old you are, what you're doing. You can always move here. And Nefesh Benefesh is the address to help you move here. If you want to get in touch with anyone in Nefesh Benefesh with any specific questions, you call 1-866-4-ALIYAH. 866-4-A-L-I-Y-A-H. Homeward bound. I wish I was. Homeward bound. I love singing. <laughs> uh, we got a great show for you, and we have um, some great guests coming up. And we will be back after this message. If you've always dreamt of moving to Israel and establishing a brand new life in the Holy Land, it's time to call Nefesh Benefesh, 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4-A-L-I-Y-A-H. Or log on now to their comprehensive website for all the assistance you need to get to Israel. nbn.org.il. That's the Nefesh Benefesh website. Head there now, nbn.org.il. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is Yigal Siegel for Homeward Bound, the show about making Aliyah to Eretz Israel, to the Holy Land. Uh, we are here on the Nachum Siegel Network every Tuesday and Thursday. Yes, you have to check the schedule if you go to nachumsiegel.com to be able to hear us. And also, of course, we're on the archives at nachumsiegel.com. Today, uh, we have our guest from the Nefesh Benefesh staff. His name is Naftali Dorovin, who is an Aliyah advisor for the Government Processing and Advocacy Department. Boy, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a tough one to say, <laughs> Naftali. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Okay, Glad so, to be here. So, Naftali, first of all, you um, are originally from where in the States? From Los Angeles. Okay, and you've been here for mm, many years. Many years, <laughs> okay, yes. Since the more age than 30 years. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. Where do you live now? 
Uh, I live in Yerushalayim. Where, which part? In Talpiot. Oh, okay, very good. All right, so um, Naftali works for the Government Processing and Advocacy Department, which um, basically is, uh, uh, just as a, a basic description, is the department that deals with the government, meaning all the different offices. Uh, for example, uh, when people make Aliyah, so you have to deal with a couple of different offices. There's the Misrata uh, Klita, that's the uh, Ministry of Absorption. Right, and then there's the uh, Misrata Pnim. Ministry is, of Interior. Right, the Ministry of Interior was the one who would issue you your Tudat Zehut, which is your identity card, uh, your your passport, your Israeli passport. So um, anyone who has any issues with that would come to the Government Processing and Advocacy Department here in Nefesh Benefesh. It's run by uh, Zev Gershinsky and... Um, Basically, um, they're there to help you. And uh, is there a website? I'm sorry. Is there a um, a general government advocacy uh, email address that people can send any questions to? Um, there is. It's um, advocacy at nbn.org.il. Okay. So anything that we're going to discuss today um, with Naftali about uh, about the Aliyah process and anything that any other questions that you have. Advocacy at nbn.org.il is one of the addresses that you can get as much information as you want. And of course, nbn.org.il, most of the things we're going to discuss are, are on the website and of course are available to you uh, with any questions you might have. All right, so um, one of the things that's uh, interesting that we're going to start talking to Naftali about is that uh, there are situations, and uh, as Naftali and I were discussing, especially for People who live in the States, uh, it could affect their children, people who are studying here, whether it's in university or yeshiva, or and they've been here for uh, an extended period of time, and then they decide that they want to stay here in Israel, uh, that uh, there is an, an opportunity for them to make aliyah while they are here in Israel. What is that process called? We, we have a program called Guided Aliyah. Okay. Um, Technically, anyone who's here in Israel, you mentioned extended time, uh, extended periods of time, but could, uh, it could also be people who, who are here for a short period of time mm-hmm. um, and decide that they want to make Aliyah and they want to basically change their status. They're here on any type of visa status right? Um, and they'd like to become citizens. Um, Nefesh Benefesh offers a service of making Aliyah through us. Um, and again, this is only for people who have uh, uh, either a U.S. or Canadian passport. Or U.K., Right, right. Or, or, or someone who's from England. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, basically, well, th- yeah. Through Nefesh Benefesh, meaning right. anyone right. from any right. country can right. go to Misrat Apanim and go through the process with them. But right, but if you want to do it the easy way, then you have to be... Uh, that's, that's what we're here for. <laughs> so anyone from South Africa who's listening, move to America, <laughs> get, an Amer- <laughs> get an American passport, and then come make Aliyah. Yeah. Now, um, okay, so one of the things that uh, you know people love about Nefesh Benefesh and people love to connect with is the... The uh, the flights and especially the charter flights in the summer, uh, we've mentioned on our program that there are a lot of uh, smaller flights. There's a small flight coming this week. In fact, um, we're recording this the week of April 27th. So on uh, this uh, Tuesday, there's a flight for 30 people who are making aliyah. Uh, but we all are familiar with the you know the pop and circumstances that goes with the aliyah flights, especially in the summer. Yeah. Uh, in general, one of the benefits, and we're going to be discussing Aliyah benefits in general during this uh, interview as well, but one of the benefits of making Aliyah from North America has been that you get to have a free flight to Israel. So really, that is the only benefit that you will not have if you make 
Aliyah, quote unquote, or if you change your status, as you put it Correct. More, more aptly, uh, here in Israel. It's not something that the Jewish agency will later on reimburse you for. Right, exactly. And, so if and you that question go, does come up. Right, so, so. Yeah, exactly. If you have family in anywhere, in the, let's say in Canada or New York or, or Los Angeles, anywhere, and you want to go visit them and then make Aliyah, you can do that. You can get your free flight, but then you would have to make do the process from, from the States. Correct. Um, if you want to visit, you've made... Guided Aliyah, as you put it, if you want to visit the States and then say, hey, you guys owe me a flight, uh, the Jewish agency yeah. is not Make gonna... sure you have money in the bank for that. <laughs> okay. But that's really the only thing. And, 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 and the truth is, for people who are here, and you know, we've, we've, we've encountered over the years um, people who weren't sure. They weren't sure if they wanted to you know, come to Israel and, and change their status immediately. They wanted to spend a few months here, maybe a year here. I know I personally... Uh, 14 years ago, my family and I came here for a year uh, because we had a sabbatical, and we thought about making Aliyah at, the, at that point. It didn't work out that way. Thank God we came back uh, five years later. But uh, the bottom line is that if you have the opportunity to be here in whatever situation it is, and you're not sure if it's going to work out employment-wise or for your children, whatever it is, and you, for whatever reason you don't want to change your status as you come here, you do have the opportunity to change your status when you're here. Uh, absolutely. Okay, so let's start. First of all, how long did this process take? If you want to, let's say from day one, you come into the office or you call the office and say you want to make this guide Aliyah. How long does it take usually? So so before I answer your question, I just want to say one thing that, yes. that often, as you said, people think of Aliyah as flights and charters and ceremonies and excitement at the airport. Um and people say about guided aliyah that it's, you know, like, oh, it's this quick change of status kind of thing, no okay. excitement. And yeah. I want to tell you that um, month by month, we have a round of guided aliyah every month. Okay. At the end, usually at the end of the month, uh, Olim come into our office and they meet Mr. Adapanim here in our office. And which, trust see, me, is a very big deal. <laughs> okay. Yes, exactly. It's a Instead very, of very big sitting deal. online at the Ministry of Interior right. and going through, you know, taking your number and going through the bureaucracy there, there's no interaction. We take care of all the interaction with Mr. Adapnim. Right. Meaning everything is, and we'll is talk mediated about, through We'll us. talk about what that means in a second. But, um, yeah, but, but what, what I wanted to say is that people get very excited. And even though there's no ceremony right. or podium and right. speeches, we have people in tears. And we have people who later come to pick up their tutot their ID cards. And they, you have to take a picture of me. Yeah, right. I have to, you know, there has to be, has to be some sort of uh, yes, memory, I memorable. Yes, definitely experienced that. You're 100% and, right. Uh, I, I, just a couple of months ago, one of the, our guided alot said to me, I am definitely the most excited person about this process you have ever met before. <laughs> so that's kind of, uh, you know, people get very, very uh, emotional. Listen, and, it's and a definitely a, an emotional thing to make that change. And it's, a, it's something which is great to see. Now, um, Okay, so the process so, itself. You asked yeah, about how right, long it takes. So the right. process itself is eight to ten weeks. Okay. Uh, generally speaking, as I said, we have a, a, a day of aliyah at the end of every month, and the application for that day needs to be submitted at the first of the month before. So, for instance, right now. So eight weeks before in a term. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So right now, for instance, we're working towards our June round of guided aliyah. Uh-huh, the okay. deadline for applying will be May first, which is this week. Ah, okay. So, so May first, and the, okay, mm-hmm. so. Basically, and one of the look, one of the main things, and, I, and people who have um, experience with people who have tried to change status here mm-hmm. in Israel, um, one of the things that uh, has always been a pain in the neck, literally, mm-hmm. is going to Mr. Adapnim and finding out that oh, you're missing one document, or you're missing, uh, you're supposed to have this size picture. And there's the details that come up even after waiting online and speaking. And it's not, we're not, God forbid, saying that people are nasty because that's not necessarily true. It happens sometimes, but not all the time. 
But the bottom line is, you know, if you don't have uh, your original birth certificate or something that you didn't weren't aware of, Correct. it could really hold up the process. And what Nefesh does is make sure that you have Correct. All the so what we our objective is that people come into their meeting for Aliyah and they've already been pre-approved. Meaning right. they're not coming in to start the application. They're coming in after we've already gotten approval from Mr. Adapnim, the Ministry of Interior, and made sure that they're just going to come in and sign their name on a on a form right. and finalize the process. Correct. Correct. So it's just identification, signature. Um, we've already uh, been through with them either prior to the deadline or sometimes even past the deadline right. to make sure that all the documents are in, that they've made sure that any original documents that they are required to present have been sent to them or brought to them from right. from the United States um, or wherever they may be. Um, so that when they come in, they have their stack of documents, the forms are all filled out, and they're just ready to go. The meeting takes about five to ten minutes, maybe with families right. it takes a little If there's longer. no complications, and sometimes there are, but uh, most of the time, from what I've seen, also I was involved in the Gadiolalia process, it's, uh, it's a very, very simple thing. And, and it really, the, the advantage is tremendous because uh, it just the bureaucracy does not exist. I mean, you're dealing with one or two people here in Nefesh, and, and, and basically Nefesh takes care of all the bureaucracy in terms of Misrata Penin. Um, okay, so I've made Aliyah through the guide Aliyah process. How long does it take after this meeting with Mr. Adapanim that I actually get my identity card? Within seven to ten days, it's available again here in our office. So people, so, once again, don't need to go to Mr. Adapanim directly. Mr. Adapanim, uh, a couple days after the meeting, one of our staff members goes there, picks up all the two Datsahut, makes sure... Uh, as much as we can, that there were no mistakes made in printing them, the right. ID cards. And we bring them back to the office and call the olim, and they trickle in and come pick them up. Okay, and what, and, and after that, it then picks up, um, and we're going to get into the benefits now, but then what happens after that is really what happens if you would come on the flight. And Correct. And then they need to start their, technically, their aliyah process as far as going to Mr. Klita, the Ministry of Absorption, and getting their, their benefits. And... If they have any association with any other government offices or municipalities in the, from before they were citizens, then they have to take their two datsahut, their ID card, and go and update their, and change their status over. For to, example, one good example is if you are on a kupat cholim, if you are on one of the healthcare funds, uh, you have to change your number because now your number is a two datsahut as opposed correct. to... Correct. Okay. Now... Um, Something which is very important in the terms of all this is uh, obviously the benefits and, and your eligibility for benefits. Before we get into describing benefits in a little more detail, um, one of the things that uh, happens as you spend time in Israel without being a citizen is that uh, there's a, it's basically a, a countdown or a, a time clock. In other words, you have a certain amount of time for some of the very, very basic benefits that if you do not um, become a citizen during that during that framework during that time during that time frame, uh, you will lose those benefits. Yeah. So this is very relevant, especially within what we call the guided world, our guided olim. Um, but the truth is that it's important to know for people who are making aliyah from abroad as well, who have spent time here either on sabbatical or as students in yeshiva, whatever it is, um, and are now making aliyah from abroad. Um, they're actually on our website. Uh, you, you can follow all this information. Um, there's an article about benefits affected by previous stays. So if right. you go on our website and you just sh search for the word either benefits or pre the phrase previous stays, you'll you'll find um, an article with a clear chart listing which benefits are affected or lost by your by your stay in Israel before right. the date you know, of Aliyah. To, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I want to take a step back for a second before we get into what benefits uh, and timeframes are for them. In terms of guide Aliyah, 
let's say I've been here for 20 years. And for whatever reason, I didn't make Aliyah. And I decided I want to change my status. Can yeah. you help me? We can help you change your status um, at any at any time, regardless of how long you've been in Israel. Oh, that's we have people okay, who, that's, uh, that who came on Taglit, on birthright. And they've been in Israel for 10 days. And they show up in our office. And they're like, we love Israel. We're making Aliyah. <laughs> they don't go back. They waive their free ticket back to the United right. States on the Taglit program. And they stay here. And they complete their Aliyah. And we have people who've been here and all their children have, born, have been born here. They right. have so, children and grandchildren already. So I'm and more concerned with that, with that group. In other words, if you've been here for an extended period of time, the guide Aliyah process, forget benefits for a second. Correct. You can help them change the Regardless status. of benefits, we can help, we can help them change okay, the status. Okay, so now let's go back to the, okay, so now let's go back to the benefits issue. Um, and again, I'm, I'm with Naftali Derovin, an Aliyah advisor for the Government Processing and Advocacy Department here in Homeward Bound. Um, the, the main... Um, I would say the main benefit that people know about is called Sal Klita. Can you explain to us what that is? So Sal Klita, which is <coughs> roughly translated as absorption basket, um, is actually the, the, the cash grant that the, the state of Israel gives to Olim, the incentive to come here and get um, a certain grant to start your life here. Um, generally speaking, um, if we're talking about singles, so we're talking about um, approximately 18,500 shekel. Um, over what period of time? <clears throat> it's paid over six months. Okay. Um, and then it goes up as you, um, <clears throat> as you are, uh, you know, married with children, whatever the family status is. So couples can look at approximately double that, and then it's not actually double with children. The easiest thing to do is go onto our website. There's a Salklita calculator. And it asks you just a few simple questions. If you're married, if you have children, in what ages? And then you press, you know, calculate, and you get a chart with exactly um, how much you, you know. Uh, right, which uh, you know, get. it's important to note. First of all, this is the only country in the world that pays you to become a citizen. That is correct. <laughs> okay, and it's it's fascinating. It's unbelievable. That's uh, number one. Number two is, um, and this is where the previous stays and, and how much time you spend here has to do with this. How long? Um, do you have from the moment that you come to Israel uh, that uh, this this time this time clock uh, ticks ticks out? So once you've been in Israel for two years, you're no longer eligible for Salklita. However, two years straight. Two years. Uh, well, it's two years within three years prior to your date of Aliyah. Meaning, if someone is, for instance, making Aliyah this week, let's say May first, two thousand fourteen, right, and has been here on and off. Um, uh, on and off for uh, uh, two years within the last three. Okay. Then they won't be able to get Salklita. How and okay, so let's say I'm here for. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw out some different scenarios because I'm sure to fix people differently. If let's say I spent six months here on a on a semester program and then okay. I go back, um, and then a year later I decide to to make Aliyah. It doesn't affect me. the six months have no effect. But if you've spent six months mm-hmm. and then you went back for a year. And came back for a year and a half, so that is, that is two part. years within three years. So if I went back for three years after my six months, then Correct. my my slate It'll, is wiped clean. Exactly. Okay. There are other things that are important to know. For instance, if um, you were here in the army on machal as a volunteer soldier, then the time that you were in service does not count right, as that's time that you very spent important. in Israel. Glad you mentioned that. Yeah. And an, an additional time that's not counted against you, if for instance people come for yeshiva or seminary. And they get Masaf funding right. for their year in yeshiva. 
So any time that you were, or there are different programs, there are internship programs, there's all sorts of programs on Masa. Any time that you were receiving Masa funding for your program is not counted as time you were in Israel. Okay. So we do have guided olim who've actually exceeded the two years within three years, but they'll still get Salklita because some of that time was on oh, that's very was important. on uh, Masa. That's very important to know. It's, it's important to know for anyone making Aliyah, even those who are making from the States, because they might have been on a Masa program Correct. here for a year. Um, Okay, I, I, my my impression was that originally this was 18 months. It was just recently changed. Ah, good was, to know. It was changed and extended to 24 months, so, which is in favor of the Odim. Homeward Bound uh, listeners, uh, take heed that you have an extra six months to hang out here <laughs> before you start losing your Salklita. Okay, but remember again, if you leave the country anytime within three years, if you stay out of the country for, which would be a total of three years, I guess, if... In other words, if I'm if I'm here for six months, if I go back to America for two and a half years, it will start over again. They look at the six months plus eighteen months. They look a, exactly uh, uh, three years back from the date of Aliyah. That's what they're calculating. Uh, okay. Looking exactly three years back from the date so of Aliyah. So if any if any portion of those three years um, exceed if that portion exceeded two years of being in Israel, so then you're That's right. you're okay. That's right. Uh, you're not okay. You're lost. Y- you've lost your Salklita, and then with so the I really is now it's helpful that they uh, that they extended. Okay, so Salklita, as Naftali mentioned, is something which is paid out over seven months. You said seven to nine months. Six months. Six months. Yeah. Um, the difference being um, for people who are making aliyah from within Israel who are doing guided aliyah. Um, some of you might have heard that when you come to the airport, you get your first payment of Salklita. You right. Get, you know, mamash a wad of cash. Right. Uh, when you're there. Um, that's not the case with guided aliyah. With guided aliyah, everything is deposited directly to your bank account, just like the rest of Salklita would be deposited for an Ole. Once you, once you once establish you ha- a once bank you, account. Exactly. I gotcha. I guess people are assuming, or the ministries are, are assuming, that you have a bank account if you've lived here for an extended period of time. Um, <laughs> well, we, we guide our Olim that in between the time that they get their ID card and the and time that they schedule to... their meeting with Mr. Adaklita, we tell them, be sure to, if you don't have a bank account, open a bank account. And if you do have a bank account, transfer it over to, because right. it could be a tourist account, or maybe you have an account as a student, right. um, transfer it to be an Israeli citizen's account, because otherwise you cannot receive yourself. Okay, that's very, very important to know. That's very important to know. Okay, so th- that's Al-Klita. Now, for, um, I would think that uh, for a lot of people who are making guided Aliyah, that this is a benefit, which uh, they, they might not get. But um, I know, um, and I'm, I don't know if this is still the case, but I know that... Uh, we mentioned that the uh, Misrata Klita, the Ministry of Absorption, is in charge of the Sal Klita and the other benefits. Um, there is, I know that in the past there's been a process of, uh, of, uh, of making a special request if you were like right on the border of the time that you're supposed to be here. So, and, and they've been open to special requests. I don't Misrata know if that's Klita, the Ministry of Absorption, is always, you're always able to appeal for whatever reason. Right. If you have whatever legitimate reason, and they'll examine it, they'll send it to committee. And we hear of many olim whose appeals are accepted. Okay. So it's always worth appealing, especially if you're borderline or if you have some sort of issue. It's always worth trying to, if, you're, if you've been told that you're not eligible for, for a specific benefit, you can try to appeal it, and very often there are positive answers. Okay, so just to, to wrap up this specific segment uh, with Naftali Derovin, I want to just, uh, you know, let's just wrap up. Uh, we're talking about Gaidar Aliyah. This, this is the main focus of this segment, which, again, if you are living in Israel, um, you're here for, for whatever amount of time. It could be six days, six months, six well, years. You go, we actually we say, if you're already live, living in Israel, then make it your home. Ah, 
Very that's, nice. That's okay. something we say about guided <laughs> Make your home means that you, if you want to vote, if you want to, you know, if you want, if you want to be it's part of the country. It's just much easier to live in Israel as a citizen. There's a lot less bureaucratic hassle. You don't right. need to renew your visa all the time. You know, that visa is like, you know, the last stop on a train line. Right. At some point, your visa expires, and then you never know what Mr. Adepanim is going to say to you. And listen, so. especially people who are looking to be employed in Israel, um, it's not necessarily the easiest thing in the world to get a work visa. Correct. And if you are a citizen, you automatically have a work visa because <laughs> no, you're part no of visa. The, you're you're you're, 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 you're legal. So there's no question that Guide Aliyah is 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 a very important. Uh, um, Benefit that uh, that uh, Nefesh Benefesh again offers in terms of service to the uh, to our community and to uh, Olim who are already living in Israel, as Naftali said, that they want to make Israel their home. This is the way to go. Um, eight to ten weeks uh, maximum usually is uh, yeah. unless there's a holdup, um, unless there are you know any in terms of documents uh, coming yeah, from the state. Yeah, any. Odd circumstances, but just right. the normal cases are eight to ten weeks. Okay, and again, of course, Nefesh Benefesh helps you out with this. I'm going to give you Naftali's email. Naftali is N-A-F-T-A-L-I at nbn.org.il. Naftali himself or anyone in the advocacy department, which again, the email for them is advocacy, A-D-V-O-C-A-C-Y, not bad, at, leave out the not bad, at uh, <laughs> nbn.org.il. Uh, for any information that you need about this specific topic of guided Aliyah, and of course, um, the benefits of Aliyah, and there's uh, there's changes all the time. Um, we just had a little discussion about the Sal Klita, which is one of the main benefits that uh, an Oleh gets. And once again, Naftali informed us of a very important development that recently, um, if you are here for 24 out of 36 months, meaning out of a 36-month period, if you're making Aliyah, let's say, May 1st uh, of 2014, that's when you want to come. You would look, uh, the Mistrata Klita would look back till May 1st, 2011. Correct. And see if you're here for two years out of that period of time. And if you are, then you are not eligible for Saklita. But if you're here for less, then you are. And of course, Nafsali mentioned the importance of if you are on a Masa program or if you were in Machal, which is serving in the army as a non citizen. Um, those times, the time periods that you spent uh, uh, in yeshiva or, or school, whatever it is, in the Masa program or in the army, are not counted as part of those uh, two years, which is very important. Okay, so that that uh, is a wrap up of what we discussed so far. This is uh, this has been our first segment with Naftali. Uh, we're going to take a, a pause now, and we're going to come back with him either uh, later in this program or at a different program. We're going to discuss the benefits of Aliyah in general. Outside of the Salkwita, there are many benefits to making Aliyah, whether it's uh, for people who are coming from North America or uh, Canada. Um, North America is Canada, sorry. Uh, North America, Canada, and, of course, uh, the U.K. Um, Nefesh Benefesh can help you with that, and that's what they're here for is to help make sure that your Aliyah process goes uh, smoothly. Naftali, thank you very much for your time so it's my far. Pleasure. And this is Yigal Siegel for... Uh, Homeward Bound on the Nahum Siegel Network, and we'll be right back after this message. If you've always dreamt of moving to Israel and establishing a brand new life in the Holy Land, it's time to call Nefesh Benefesh, 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4-ALIYAH, or log on now to their comprehensive website for all the assistance you need to get to Israel, nbn.org.il. That's the Nefesh Benefesh website. Head there now, nbn.org.il. And each day looks the same to me. Assembly lines and factories. 
And every stranger's face I see Reminds me that I long to be Homeward bound I wish I was Homeward bound And that wraps up another great edition of Homeward Bound here on the Nahum Siegel Network. This show is sponsored by our good friends at Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il, or 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-THE-NUMBER-FOUR, and A-L-I-Y-A-H. You can be in touch with me, Yigal Siegel, at Yigal, Y-I-G-A-L, at NahumSiegel.com. Ask me any questions you want, any uh, interest that you have in any type of uh, specific guest that you want, any sp- type of specific discussion here on Homer Bound, let us know. Once again, this is Egal Siegel for Homeward Bound here in the Nahum Siegel Network. And thank you so much for listening.